0: Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this segment. I think this is going to end up being a series, but we're going to be talking about being single. A lot of people have asked me to talk about my life as a single person. I don't know that that's going to make an entire segment, but I am going to talk about marriage from a single point of view. And of course, it's not an absolute point of view. It's just one that I have uh the way that i kind of see things from my perspective but as far as i am concerned you ask some questions and i want to answer them for you in this segment i am 42 at the time of this recording a couple of months away from my 43rd birthday from celebrating it and i've never been married before and i've never given birth i've never had children so i am um I'm single with no children. And a lot of times the question comes about to me, well, do you want to get married or do you want to have children? So let me answer that question. Yes, I would. Um, I'm kind of, I kind of learned in my life to leave my life in God's hands. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have desires and I'm not responsible as an individual. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not been you know to the point where i'm so deep where i'm like god's going to take care of everything for me i do know that god is going to take care of me um and i know how to make my personal request known to god but in as it relates to marriage i believe that god will send the person that he wants me to be with and he'll open up my eyes open up their eyes and We'll do what we need to do to get married, or whatever, as far as having children is concerned. I would prefer to be married when I have children. That is just the way that um I want to do it, and that is that's my personal desire is to, um, I want to have a children and, and they have a father that can be there to nurture them and to help them along the way. My parents were uh, married until my father passed away and both sets of my grandparents were married until death did them part. And so a a lot of, I, I think that that was good for me. And so that's what I know. And that's what I would like to pass on to my children. Now, I'm not sure that I would actually give birth. I think that I would, I'm I'm entertaining the idea of adoption. I am entertaining that idea um, a, a whole lot more every day. I'm not sure if I would adopt as a single mom or if I would wait until I got married before i adopted i feel i'm not quite sure how i feel about that what's what about that yet but i do know that there's children out there who are in need of a parent and i believe with the support system that i currently have in place that i could give um those children a better way of life than what they currently have and so that's just a a place of prayer for me um and anybody who's listening who wants to pray with me in that area please do so but as far as companionship i know i'm kind of jumping all over the place companionship of course companionship's wonderful but at 42 i've learned to love myself i've learned to embrace life um, where it is and i enjoy my life of course I'm not telling you that there's not times in my in my life where I feel like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, Maybe it would be nice to have somebody to walk through the park with or go to the movies. But then I'm the type of person that I can go to the movies by myself. I can go out to eat by myself. But of course, as I grow older, I'm probably going to need somebody to pick up the newspaper for me or, you know, give me the remote control. So (laughs) not saying that's what companionship is all about, but it sure does help to have somebody there to help you when you grow older. Um, But at this point, I don't want to date just to date. I am dating with a seriousness in mind. You know, I have enough friends just to go and eat dinner with or go to a movie with. I've got a lot of friends that I can hang out with. But as far as companionship is concerned, you know, I would do that on a more serious level. Enough about me. A lot of people talk about marriage being a goal. Marriage being a goal. And they've asked me about this, well, is marriage your goal? And that's going to kind of lead into what the segment is going to be about um, as I continue to talk. So marriage is really not a goal for me. I've learned to look at marriage. It used to be. It used to be. So let me tell you that. So if it's a goal for you, don't go saying, well, wait a minute or whatever. I'm just going to tell you from my perspective what I... What, and it could, I don't know if it has to do with my just my belief solely or just where I am even in age or just some experiences that I've had that perhaps other people have not had. But for me, marriage is not a goal. Marriage is a covenant. And I choose to see marriage and what I mean by see, I literally mean see. So I'm going to talk about a couple of C's and what I mean by I choose to see marriage um a certain way. And so the way that I write this down whenever I write it is I tell myself I write these words I choose to and I put the letter C marriage. And then I I list the things all the all the words that begin with the C that I see marriage as. The first thing I see marriage as is covenant. I see it as a covenant between the two people that are taking that covenant and God. Um I believe that marriage is, you know, the way that God designed marriage to be and so I believe that that's my that's my personal belief and so for me as I look at it it's not so much a goal it's a covenant if it were a goal let me tell you the truth I would have been married a long time ago because there were counterfeits there were people that you know I could have been married to very easily that I've dated or you know and we could have just done the facade thing but it really would not have been the covenant relationship that God wanted me to have and I've known that in several instances and so even the deal breakers that come about you know they're just not petty barrel things um as they once were I did have my petty barrel things before but now deal breakers are things that I know just won't fit my future and they don't fit my beliefs right so I see marriage as covenant i also see marriage as change i see it as change you know i've got to change some behaviors too i'm not saying change the person that i am but my behaviors will have to change you know i absolutely call nobody and give them a report about where i am and what i'm doing when i tell you i do what i want to do i do what i want to do you know aside from god I really don't tell anybody what I'm doing. I'd never say, hey, I'm going to the store. I just go to the store, you know, or, well, I mean, spending money. I spend money the way I want to spend money or, you know, just those types of things, I. If I want to watch TV all night long, I watch TV all night long. If I want to stay up all night or if I want to go to bed at 5 p.m., I can do that. But I believe in a marriage that you have to consider the other person. So that leads to my next C. Marriage is consideration. You have to consider the other person and sometimes consider them above yourself to the point to whereas you have to make a sacrifice. And. You know, so consideration, making sure that you're being considerate toward that person. And so I in my 30s, I I realized that I had some selfish behaviors about me, some selfish ways about me that were not good for marriage because you have to be willing to love that person. Enough to um come to the table and say, Okay, this is what's best for you, and this is what I need to do for you at this time and be able to do that and so of course i've I've grown up a lot, I had to mature a lot, and I was in my thirties, so you know a lot of people think, let me tell you, age ain't nothing but a number and let me tell you, at thirty, I was achieving a lot of things academically and professionally, but is it related to you know, being able to be married or anything like that, come on, not really, I don't cook, okay, so that's not something that I do, I do not cook, so I had to start thinking at some point, um, what would I do in a marriage for, for dinner, or for, you know, how would I take care of my husband, You know, and of course, some of you are saying right now, he needs to learn how to cook, or maybe he needs to be the cook. I so would thank God if he sent a husband who could cook, because I love seafood, and especially if he can cook seafood, right? So, but you know, I do have to think about those things. Would I be willing to cook? Is that a deal breaker for him? Then, you know, those are things that you have to be honest about. If I'm just not, the type that's going to get in the kitchen and and tell him well you know tonight I want to whip this up or that no it's not happening you know we could probably get by a little bit but it would not be the thing that my favorite thing to do it wouldn't be you know so those are things I know about myself and some maybe for some guy that's a deal breaker so those that would be something that I would put out on the table my other C is I see marriage as commitment. I see marriage as commitment. And so it's not something that I would get into and just, you know, use divorce as uh, uh, as an alternative for me. I perform only covenant marriages. Um, when I perform marriages on other couples, I, we go through counseling sessions and we sit there and we our counseling sessions are not filled with a lot of this is what marriage is and this is what you need to do this is what you need to do a lot of our counseling is filled with okay so how do you feel It's it's a question based and leading those couples to know one another not to try to become something that they're not but really understanding this is who this is the who that you're marrying. What what kind of problem in the who is that for you? Or, you know, how can you take your, your strengths and support the marriage? Or if this is a weakness, you know, identifying those places. So marriage is commitment. I told you all when I started talking about this, my grandparents were married until death death did them part. My mom, my dad. And so... That's what I know and let me tell you, they didn't always agree. And but one thing is they they stuck with it. Divorce was not an option. And so I didn't come from an abusive background either. So I'm not condoning anybody remaining in a marriage that's abusive. But um provided that the marriage is not abusive, and this is, a, this is something that you can work on, I think that marriage should be a commitment, a strong commitment, you know, where for better or for worse, you're trying to do what it takes for the marriage to work, you know, sometimes your spouse may lose their job, or maybe they may even have an unexpected illness, or something to happen, incur some tragedy or pre- perhaps they might go through some stresses and, and and you've got to be there to kind of um push the family along so i believe that i that that you know that's what marriage is all about it's about that commitment and so that's the way that i see marriage i see marriage also as communication and that's one thing that i had to learn i used to think And that people knew automatically what was going on in my head. And so because I kind of lifted myself, you know, unconsciously, but that's why self-awareness is very important. Unconsciously, I just kind of thought that, well, what I was thinking was just common sense and that everybody thought this way or, you know, oh, yeah, sure. They know what I'm talking about. And I had to learn even the more the art of communication. And people would say, you're a great communicator. And so I think, oh, okay, well, I've got it down. But I was not really a great communicator. I was a great articulator. You know, I could articulate and I could have conversations with people. But being a great communicator is people understanding and them gathering knowledge from you because you've... you know you've that there's an understanding there's a correct understanding there, so that's what real communication is having a correct understanding so couples um I see couples as having to communicate, and so as a single person, these are things that I'm looking at now i'm 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 looking at these things now, and so when I come into contact with somebody i I start going down my little c list and Also, you know, I'm a Christian, so I'm a disciple of Christ. So um, I also see marriage as Christ-centered. I see it as Christ-centered. And that's my last C for this segment. I see it as Christ-centered. And so I believe that if it's going to work for me, I've got to be honest. I've got to walk in integrity. And I've got to remember why I got married. I've got to remember that it's not about a bigger house, it's not about, um, cars, it's not about, I don't know, um, some sort of status or anything like that, you know, it's not even about just having somebody there and not having somebody present, but not connecting with them, you know, so I've got to learn how to connect with that person, and I think the best way to do that is to be able to take some self-inventory. And I choose to do self-inventory in- um, based on the standard of the of God's Holy Word, which tells me, you know, these are things that you need to work on. And, and the thing I love about God's Holy Word is that all through the pages of the Bible, if you really get to know Christ, it's all about love. And I said that Christ Center was my last C, but there's another another C that I did not mention. And I see marriage as charity. Remember the scripture that says charity begins at home and spreads abroad? I think that we all should think about that before we consider marriage. How would you, I mean, you know, do you have time to be married? With my schedule, I've had people to say to me, um... Are you too? Uh, don't don't you think you're a little bit too busy to um, get married? I don't think I'm too busy for marriage. I just think that I need someone who's here's another C compatible. I know I said I was done with all my C's, but um, someone who's compatible. And I believe that as long as my and I I don't see myself as, be as busy. I see myself as doing that which is purposeful. So what I do, not to be a hypocrite, is try to make sure that I'm not just doing busy things that what I'm doing has to have a purpose to it and so if that other purpose other person doesn't see my doings as purposeful well then we're probably not headed down the same road or I'm doing busy stuff and so I have to evaluate that to make sure that you know to see which one it is and if it's purposeful then this person and i may not have the same goals we may not be compatible but if it's really indeed just busy stuff it's something i need to consider taking out of my schedule so that i can be charitable to the individual that i've committed to or say that i love and so charity reminds me of love you know it's just like saying that love begins at home and it spreads abroad and so we um have talked a little bit about me being single and now you can see how I see marriage because that was one of the questions that was posed to me well what do you think about marriage and so I at first I thought well you know should I be answering that question being that I am single but that's the way that I see marriage and a lot and you know the question was asked was marriage a goal for you marriage is those C's for me and that's how I see marriage I hope something I've said in this segment has been beneficial um and not offensive because it's like i said before and this is my disclaimer it's the way that i see things for me and i encourage you to sit down and to think about how you see it and you don't have to do the c's and all of that but however you see it and to put that framework there and um and and just believe for it so hopefully As we continue to talk about single life. Because I think my next segment is going to talk about being single and saved. I know people have heard this over and over again. But people want to talk about it. And people want to ask about um, different things. So as the questions keep coming in, I'll talk about that as well. But thank you for listening. And I hope that you'll tune in soon again.